let's really figure out like what choice can I make that feels integrative and nurturing and feels whole that allows me to feel whole within myself and within my experience like that's that's it those are the choices that we need to make those are the options that we need to choose let's get out of this like limited thinking of like I like it has to be either or it's gonna be and both I want this and that I want both Welcome to On the Cusp of Something Beautiful, a podcast for conscious creatives who are on the journey to reconnect with their authentic soul self. I'm your host, Mikalei Imani, and this podcast is simply a guide to welcome you back to your truest self. Each week, you'll be hearing stories from creatives across all paths, sharing their lessons, their wins, and how following their intuitive guidance has allowed them to show up authentically. Along with guest episodes, I'll be sharing my own creative journey, as well as the personal wisdom and insight I receive from my spirit guides and cosmic team. I believe that when we reconnect to our soul essence, we are able to show up more authentically in the world, and with that comes a deeper connection to our creativity and abundance. My hope is that you hear something today that reminds you of who you are and why your gifts, whatever they may be, are valuable and important to be shared with the world. So welcome home, friend. I hope you're ready to meet your highest, most beautiful and rarest self. Show on the road. Ah, we gonna get the show on the road. Ah, we gonna get the show on the road. Ah, okay. <laughs> the things I do when nobody is watching. Alrighty. Hello, beautiful beings. Welcome back to another episode of On the Cusp of Something Beautiful. I hope you all are having a beautiful week. I hope you all had a beautiful day whenever you're listening to this episode. I am currently recording this on Thursday. Um, A little behind schedule here, but I promised myself an episode will come out this week. So help me, God. So I am holding myself accountable to that. I just want to thank you all so much for your patience. I deeply apologize for not being able to get last week's episode out. Um, I can't tell you how heavy that weighed on my heart, but I eventually knew I was going to have to release it and just really work towards ramping up the systems I have in place, which are not the greatest, but they are a work in progress as am I. <laughs> um, and I'm just really looking forward to using this Virgo energy to, be, to get better organized and structured, but in a way that feels, you know, easeful and invites more joy and beauty into the process. I think that's something that I am constantly having to remember is very important to my soul, joy, beauty, fun, ease. And I typically tend to be in the realm of not that (laughs) the other end of the spectrum so i just really want to be more mindful of that and and that's what's really going to allow you know the work and the challenges that come with you know just trying to be a better person and be a more aligned person i should say not even better but just more aligned more in tuned um with our soul and with ourselves so again work in progress something that i am (sighs) having to be reminded of. So that being said, happy Virgo season. We came into Virgo season this week and y'all know I'm going to read a bit from my spirit daughter journal. I always, I feel like last time (laughs) I messed up that word. I said daughter. I'm going to be reading from my spirit daughter journal. It's those two words together that get me (laughs) tongue tied. Spirit daughter journal and then we have a new moon this saturday august 27th so i'm going to share a little bit about that as well um shani nicholas sent out an email today and i don't know i just felt called to pop into the email and see what she was talking about um so i'll be pulling my new moon insights from there and then yeah i'll just chat with you all for a bit and let you all know what i've been up to And um, I'm also going to be doing a oracle card reading. I felt really, really, really called to do that 
um, last week. I was going to put out a guest interview, but I was like, I don't know. I'm feeling really called to do an oracle card reading. Um, and so that's, I'm going to honor that. I'm going to honor that. So I have four, actually one, two, three, four, five, five cards pulled. I haven't flipped them over yet. I don't know what they are yet. Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll get into that in a second, but I just wanted to let you all know that's what we have on the docket today. So let's, let's, let's talk about Virgo season and then I'll read from the new moon and then I'll give you all the tea about my trip to Jersey, York. That's where I was last week. I went to, I had to go to, um, New York for court. Uh, and it was also my sister's birthday. So lots and lots and lots to share about that. But first, let's talk about Virgo season. Mm, 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 mm. You know, I used to not like Virgos. Not, okay, sorry, wait. <laughs> not Virgos, not like Virgo season. Make that very clear. I used to not like Virgo season. It was something, you know what? I'm an air sign who also happens to have a shit ton of earth energy in her chart. But that was before I knew all of that. Um, but yeah, I don't know, you know, structures, boundaries, ah, nah, you know, but I'm learning, as I was just saying a second ago, like how important they are and how valuable they are and how much ease and joy it can actually bring to your life when you have structures and boundaries put in place. It's not, I think, I think what trips me up and I'm sure a lot of other people is the process of building these structures that doesn't always seem the most fun but once it's up and running and, and it's refined and you worked out all the kinks that's where the ease comes in so it's like you really do have to have that patience piece of like okay i'm going to build this thing but then i have to figure out how do i best manage it or run it or whatever so that way it brings more ease and joy into my life and not um, like frustration and chaos. And I think we just tend to, to stay in the frustration and the chaos of it all and not really giving ourselves a chance to figure out, okay, well, how can I make this more easeful, you know? So this is um, what Virgo has to offer us. <laughs> it says Virgo represents the part of us that has found their calling in life and understands why they are on the earth at this time. Virgo teaches us that once we tune into our unique gifts, we can then be of true service to the world. Service is often misunderstood as it can imply unrewarding efforts. Service defined by Virgo is understanding what we have to give others, knowing we are good enough to give it, then creating a container which helps us contribute our gift while maintaining healthy boundaries. Virgo season is a time for all of us to find our inner diamond a compilation of skills, talents, perspectives, and energy unique to us. Our first challenge is to recognize this gift within ourselves. We often take our talents for granted, assuming everyone possesses them. Over Virgo season, start to hone in on what makes you unique. If you find, if you were a friend, sorry, if a friend were describing you, what qualities would they use? It's about finding what you can contribute to the world. It says, if you, are feel, if you are suffering feelings of stagnation which prevent you from offering your true talents, ask yourself if you are dwelling on perfection. Know that in many cases, it's better to have something done than perfect. During Virgo season, try repeating the mantra, I am good enough, every day, and observe what your mind says in protest. Your reaction to the statement will point you towards the places that need healing, love, and compassion for you to feel your gift is good enough to give. Virgo is an earth sign, and her energy helps us organize our life. Part of being a service to others is having healthy boundaries. We must learn how and when to say no without guilt. We also must be committed to ourselves more than anyone or anything else. Align with Virgo's energy to make these restoration periods a priority and plan your outside obligations around them, not the other way around. Whew! A read. That last part was a read. If you ain't catch it, it was a read. <laughs> um, okay, so now let's talk about the new moon. Because we have this new moon on Saturday. And 
apparently this new moon is a little bit different than what normal new moons offer us. So typically a new moon is when we are like, you know, planting seeds of intention and what we want to manifest and all of that stuff. However, this moon is a little different. So this is coming from Shani Nicholas. Um, and this is just from her newsletter. So I will link her website in the show notes and then you can sign up and receive her newsletters. Um, okay. So she says the new moon in Virgo brings a sharp critical and analytical eye to everything in our orbit. Thanks to an exact square to Mars, unlike typical new moons, this lunation isn't great for planting seeds. Instead, it cuts close to the bone and scrapes off the gunk that's clogging our systems. That said, it can be quite productive. I hope so. (laughs) No, it's going to be because I'm going to intend... For it to be productive and like I said earlier I'm I am looking forward to just getting still figuring out getting clear on what's working and what is not working and coming up with a game plan to elevate update upgrade the things that are not working you know And I invite you all to do the same as well. So I hope you all have a beautiful, beautiful new moon, whatever you may be doing in honor of that. Just make sure you set some time out for yourself to just tune in, even if it's just journaling, pulling cards, meditating, going for a walk. Yeah, just just honor yourself. (laughs) I don't know what I was going to say there, but honor yourself. That's, that's what ended up coming out. Okay. So last week I was in Jersey, York. That's what I'm going to be calling it. I was in New Jersey and New York. Um, and so I went to, I had to go to court. So long story short, last, before I moved out of Brooklyn, the landlord that I, that my roommate and I were renting from decided that he wasn't going to, he would just decided that he wasn't going to give us our security deposit back. And his reasoning for doing such was not legitimate. He didn't, he never, ever sent us an itemized anything about none of the charges. He just dipped basically. Um, so we ended up having to sue his ass. And we're just not finally going to court. This was like, we did this, we first initiated this like last July. And we were supposed to have a court date March of this year. And then that got pushed back to August. So it worked out because it was the day after my sister's birthday. So I flew in um, last Tuesday, which is my sister's birthday. And um, it was great. We, well, I had an overnight flight. I was so freaking tired. But it's fine. It was fine. I I got some work done on my red eye flight, and um, then I was in then I was in uh, with my family, and and it was a really great trip. I was able to connect with a lot of um, just old friends, and it was really nice. I honestly have zero complaints from like everything that we did. We. We went out to dinner for my sister's birthday. Um, we ended up going to the the Brooklyn Botanical Gardens the next day after I got out of court. And I had actually never been to the Brooklyn Botanical Gardens. We had made plans several times to go, and it just never worked out. So it was nice that I was able to go with my family. And then I met up with a friend afterwards, and then he ended up inviting us over to his place. We got groceries, and he cooked for us. Um, and then the next day after that, this was Thursday, he invited us to his show, which was with the collective, um, that, that I, I, I met through him. So this is, this was Tim, um, Victor, who's been on the show and I'll, I'll link his episode in the show notes, but, uh, so we got to connect and it was just so beautiful. I'm so glad I got to just go and see him perform and I got to reconnect with Lean, who is one third of the, um, Soldiga Collective. She was also been on the podcast. I'll I'll link her episode in the show notes as well. And it was just like I said, I have no complaints. Friday night, I hung out with friends, went and got sushi. 
Um, went to one of my favorite spots in New York, and I'm gonna tell. Oh, I'm about to spill all my tea. I'm about to spill all my tea, but I fucking love this place. If you are ever in New York, go to Klong. Please go to Klong. Go to Klong. Go to Klong. It's K L O N G. Klong. It's in um, where is it? Is that the East Village? I think it's consider. I think it's East Village. It's somewhere in the village. I don't, don't remember if it's East or West. I think it's East. It's off St. Mark's Place, so I highly encourage it. It's an amazing Thai spot, and their food is so good. So that's that was I just dropped a major gem, FYI. You can thank me later. <laughs> so um, so we went there, and then we ended up going to another spot. Um, I had another one of my my old coworker. Well, she was my boss when I before I left fashion. She came and met up with us, and um, we ended up going to this other bar called The Happiest Hour, another really cute spot. I'd never been there before, um, and they had really, really good drinks. And then we went to SNS Bar, which was in, um, is, it, is that Chelsea? It was in Chelsea, and I've been to SNS before, um, way before the pandemic, like, I want to say like November 2019. But that was the last time I had gone there, so I was really excited to go um, to go back there. And the DJs were awesome. So it was my friend um, Crystal. I was like, Crystal girl, I have to catch a vibe. I was like, I don't care where we go. I just need to go someplace where I can dance, I can have fun, I can shake my ass, all of that. And so when she sent me this place, that this event that was happening at SNS Bar, I was like, perfect, sounds good. And it was really great. The, all the DJs were amazing, so good. I had so much fun. And then we went and got pizza afterwards. And then, let's see, Saturday, this Saturday? Yes, yeah, Saturday, my sister had a performance. So my sister has been... Um, she was in this program that helped, how do I describe this? Basically, they helped young teens um, like do spoken word and like poetry, but they they paired them with musicians. So that way, like there was music behind their piece, their performance piece, you know, and it was really cool. And I'm, I was super grateful that she got, that my mom was able to put her into a program like that because... My sister is extremely artistic and very creative. And, you know, I feel like a lot of the reason why so many of us creatives be struggling mentally and emotionally is that we don't always have um, the support or the encouragement to, to really express ourselves through these different mediums. And I feel like for me, the thing that I'm constantly learning about creativity, like it's so much bigger than just creativity like it's our self-expression it's how literally how we express ourselves our, our soul just happened to choose this whatever format or medium that we are now that we are then using to just honor our soul and express ourselves and it for me it's really about self-expression which is why I think it's so important and this is something that I struggle with so I'm I'm not like you know trying to preach to anybody it's it's really a reminder for myself too but it's so important to just to put it out and I know I get tripped up and caught up with perfectionism and it needed to be perfect and not wanting to make mistakes and not wanting to mess up. Um, and that's something that I'm constantly having to reckon with because I hold myself back so much and then I do start feeling stagnant and I do start feeling like shit's going left and I feel crazy. And, you know, I, I like it just becomes this block and it just, and it just it's just not fun. <laughs> So I'm really working on, you know, maneuvering past that and pushing past those limitations. So to have my sister in this kind of program is just amazing because it's so important for us to be able to have creative outlets, you know. So I'm super glad I was able to watch her perform. So they had an open mic segment to this to this event. And uh, I was kind of going back and forth. I was like, mm, I don't know, like... I've never read any of my poetry out loud. Um, and I've been writing poetry since I was seven. I've submitted to like online things and like to like, you know, publications. And when I say publications, I'm not like, <laughs> I'm not trying to knock myself, but you know, I have submitted to certain, Ooh, sorry, someone just uh, shot off a firework. 
but I've submitted to certain formats, I should say, but they've all been like print or online or something like that. But I've, I've never read a poem out loud, especially at like an open mic or anything like that. So I was like, mm, I don't know, but I made a do it myself. I was like, if I can figure out what poem I would read, I'll sign up. So I kind of sat there, listened to all the open mic artists um, or poets and, um, I was like, okay, it came to me. I, I remembered, I was like, okay, I have this poem that I can read. I'm going to sign up. So I go to sign up and I was like, you know, hey, are there still spots open left for the open mic? And the guy's like, I have one spot left. I was like, all right, that's that's my spot. <laughs> this is meant to be. So I sign up. And um, so this is segueing me into our creative tea this week. So I don't have any music for you all this week. I'm going to take a break on that. And instead, I'm going to read the poem that I read for um, this this open mic event. Well, it, was, it wasn't just open mic. It was an actual like reading. But um, yes, there was also an open mic segment. And this is a poem that I read. And it's called, I Already Knew. There is an air of anxiousness, cupped between my bosom and depression. I am fighting them both because my darkness is unrelenting. I've been here before. It's a hard hole to crawl out of. I am starting to pull myself apart. Flesh, bone, mind, gone. So that's the poem that I read. I actually read two poems, but I'm, gonna, I'm just going to read one for for us here today. <laughs> and so actually I put this, I wrote this poem a couple of years ago in 2020. Um, I was going through a really dark and tough season of depression. It was about two and a half months, I think three months that I was deep, 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 deep in my darkness. And um, I was finally kind of starting to come out of it a little bit and I wrote this piece and I uh, ended up, so I posted this on my social media and I, I actually ended up coming out about my anxiety and depression and um, something that I've been struggling with since uh, 12, 13 years old and I'd never told anyone. I didn't even know what it was until my late 20s. I had no idea that that, you know, you don't have to feel like this or this isn't, I don't want to say normal, but you know, this isn't something that, um, everyone deals with. I, I just thought I was like, well, this is just what I, like, this is how I feel. <laughs> you know, this is just my life. I didn't, I didn't realize that, um, but it shouldn't be your life every day, <laughs> you know? Um, so, so yeah, this was my, um, just my my piece this was a, and literally just a piece of of how I was feeling what I was going through um so yeah I'm glad I was able to read it I'm glad that my my mom and my sister were there because I used to share my poems to my mom all the time when I was younger but then when I started going through some real shit and stuff started getting a little dork <laughs> I kind of stopped sharing it with her um so she was like super excited and it's very proud and so yeah it was a very supportive and beautiful space so you know I just I think it was just the impetus that I needed to put myself out there even more you know for me my poetry has always been very 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 vulnerable it's like the most vulnerable I can get with myself or as opposed to my the songs that I write the emotionality behind them are, are authentic and vulnerable However, the languaging that I use isn't ex isn't always exactly what I'm experiencing. So, especially like when I when I first started writing songs and I was like 15, I wasn't talking about my depression, and you know, I wasn't that's what that wasn't the languaging I was using. But what I was doing was finding situations and scenarios that mimicked those feelings, and so I always say like I write subtextually. So what you're actually hearing isn't my story it's just a story that I'm using to evoke a certain emotion now I've been writing for long enough that I don't do that as much anymore but it, it was really at that time a defense mechanism it was like it was a way for me to, to kind of like be authentic or be honest in a way without being like without totally exposing myself um and so I had to you know I had to work on that as well I had to because 
that means that I don't feel safe <laughs> within myself to share about how I'm how I really feel, you know. Something that I, I've always hidden. So there's a little bit about me in, in my last week and um, another reason why I was not able to get the episode out. I was just trying to prepare to leave and I really thought, I was like, I'm going to double up. I'm going to make sure I get this episode out. And it just did not end up working out that way. And I was so bummed, so disappointed with myself. And then I was like, all right, we have to release this. We have to go. Let's let this go because this isn't helpful anymore. But definitely a lesson learned. And um, let me see, is there anything else that I want to share before we move on to our Oracle Cord reading? I know I'm in reformation today, y'all. I really am. Um, I'm doing something a little different. Typically when I do my solo episodes, I have like all these notes and things jotted down and bullet point stuff that I want to mention. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to show up because really the goal is to get an episode out and to do this Oracle Cord reading and to just get kept get y'all up to speed as as to what I've been doing and where I've been um so let me see is there anything else here that we need to discuss that we need to share I think I've shared quite a bit <laughs> I think I've shared quite a bit mm-hmm um so let's get on let's go to get on King talk let's get on with this oracle card reading so before I flip over the cards and start all the channeling I want to share with you all the questions that came through for me. I was like, okay, what do I need to say? Like, like what, like, what is the vibe here? What is the vibe here? What is the vibe here? And so I'll briefly share. I don't know about you all. Um, oh, thank you, spirit. Oh my God. Okay. Wait, y'all. Wait, 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 wait. I have to, <laughs> thank you, spirit. Cause I was like, I have to share this. This shit is too wild bananas crazy for me to not share this y'all. Okay, we're going to do this real quick, but I got to, I have to speak. I have to speak on this because this shit was fucking bananas. All right. So what I did not mention earlier when I was talking about my trip to New York. So the trip in New York, in Jersey was great. It was, I have zero complaints. Like I said earlier, it was, it was such, it was this ease. It was ease. It was beauty. It was fun. There was joy. It was a little hectic because I was working as well. You know, I really be trying to put my remote lifestyle to the test. <laughs> I feel like I like I should, right? Um, so it was a little hectic, you know, being in a new space and trying to figure out, okay, where am I going to work and how am I going to set up? Because I was also hosting lives and stuff while, <laughs> while I was there. Anywho, the trip itself was great. Getting to New York and leaving out of New Jersey was when all the shit was hitting the fucking fan. So going, so, okay. I, I had a, like I said earlier, I had a red eye flight. So my flight left out of Albuquerque at like 11, like 11.59, like right before, 11.45, something like that, like right before midnight. It was only like a four hour flight. That's why I did it. I was like, you know what? That's fine. I'll, I'll arrive to, um, cause I flew into JFK. I'll arrive at JFK literally like 6 a.m. Perfect. I have a lift scheduled to take me to the train station. We have a train station here that takes us, that, that will take you into Albuquerque. It's like an hour and a half. It's three bucks. I was like, yeah, whatever, that's fine. I, my flight doesn't leave out until damn near midnight. And the last train, I think, was like leaving out at nine o'clock. So even then, like, I was still gonna get to the airport like hella early. And uh, so, scheduled my lift. It, it, uh, I think I was scheduled it for like 8.30. 8.30 rolls around. I'm looking at my phone. I'm like, hmm, I haven't gotten a buzz. I'm like, what's what's going on? Where's this Lyft driver at? They talking about he 15 minutes away. I said, what? Not when I scheduled the Lyft. You supposed to be here now, not 15 minutes away. So I'm like, okay, I'm, now I'm kind of freaks, freaking out because I was planning to get to the train station at, let's see, the train left at 9 o'clock. I was trying, planning to get there at 8.45. I'm like, that's plenty enough time for 15 minutes. You know, you buy your ticket online. So I don't need to like go stand in line to get a ticket or anything like that. I just need to get to the fucking air, to the train. Whew, I'm getting heated because it's bringing up, I'm remembering <laughs> how pissed I was. So this, this dude is not going to get to me before, because he legit, like I said, 
I scheduled the lift to, for the person to be there at 8.30. They were there at 8.30. It takes 12 minutes to get to the train station. I was going to get there around 8.45. He 15 minutes away. So that means he's not even getting to me until 8.45. That's not going to work. So I'm like trying to see, like, okay, let me look on Uber. I'm just texting people like, hey, are you like, are you free? <sighs> no one got back to me. Everyone was busy. <laughs> Um, which was fine because I wasn't planning on needing to ask anyone to drop me off at the airport. I was going to take the train. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to make this train. I'm not going to make this train. No matter the Uber, Uber is MIA, Lyft driver is 15 minutes away. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to make this train. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'm just going to have to get a car to the airport, to Albuquerque. I've done it before. It's not my ideal way to get there, but hey. I had the means and I had the need. <laughs> so I ordered this Lyft. Now, this is a read for Lyft and Uber because I've heard this several times. And at this juncture, they're putting my safety at risk. And I don't appreciate that. So they will get it, they will be getting a nice little email from me for their customer service team because y'all motherfuckers need to tell your drivers where the hell they're going when they have scheduled rides. Okay? So he picks me up and uh, he's like, oh, you're going to the airport. I was like, yeah. He was like, okay, yeah, I, I, I didn't realize that. I didn't know that. I just, you know, blah, 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 whatever. I'm like, okay. He's like, you, yeah. I, and then he goes, starts going on. Yeah, I usually don't do rides this late, blah, blah, blah. Now, first of all, I'm like, okay, so why are you out then? You should have turned your shit off and went home. <laughs> but you accepted the ride. That's neither here nor there. He, we, we get... Almost to the highway, which is about mm, 10, 12 minutes away from my apartment. We are, we are almost to the highway. He comes up with some bummy ass excuse talking about, oh, I have a long standing ride at 11 o'clock. I'm not going to be able to make this trip. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to cancel it. I can, um, I can drop you off. There's a hotel up here. I can drop you off at. <laughs> what? No, the fuck, you're not about to drop me off at Nair Hotel, nowhere. You can take me out, me home. That's what you can do. So that was already like, all right, like, no, you can turn around and take me home. No, thank you. I'm not about to be sitting out here. The gall, the audacity. So I go back home and he's trying to like fake help, but like, oh, you can call this car service and call this car service. And I don't know if they're open though. And I was like, I just, I was just ignoring him because at this point I'm like fight or flight mode, survival mode. I'm like, I have to get to the fucking airport. What you're telling me right now, <laughs> I don't really care. So I'm like back on the apps. Okay, let me see. Let me see. I was like, let me see if there's another Lyft driver. Let me see if there's another Uber driver. And to be honest, I was like, fuck Lyft. Let me go to Uber because at least Uber, they going to be there early. Okay. If I, if I schedule a ride for 830, they, I'm getting a notification that, uh, Don, David, whoever's downstairs is outside 20, 10 minutes early and they're waiting on me to come downstairs at my scheduled time. Okay. So I was like, let me just go with Uber. So I get an Uber ride and, um, the dude, by, by this time the dude drops me off back at home, I already have a, a, a confirmed ride. And, um, so that's how I ended up getting to the airport. This other, the second driver, I was like, and I text, I messaged him. I was like, I'm going to the airport in Albuquerque. Is, do you realize that? <laughs> like, are you okay with that? Cause I don't need to, I don't need strike two in, in, about this whole situation. So he's like, no, 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 I'm on my way. Don't worry about it. All right. So he picks me up, ends up being a cool dude. We have a conversation. Um, he's actually, he's like, I'm going to go, going to uh, New York in September. So, you know, we're chatting about New York and I'm, you know, telling him, well, go here, do this, blah, blah, blah. Okay. So that's getting to the airport, right? Getting to New York. Leaving out. I, so the whole week I did not get a lot of sleep because I was just ripping and running. And, um, so the night after my sister's event, we ended up going to this restaurant afterwards because her and her friends wanted to go eat. And I mean, we were all hungry anyways. And, um, so we ended up going to this restaurant, this, um, Kenyan restaurant called Swahili Village, which was so, so, so good. Oh my God. So good. Um, but we didn't leave the restaurant till like 1230, meaning I didn't get home till like almost one o'clock. Still had to pack my bags, everything. So I pack, 
I finally go to bed at like, I think like three o'clock, three thirty, something like that. And I set three alarms because my flight, I had an early flight. I think 6.59 was my flight was leaving out. I set three alarms, 4.30, 4.35, 4 I was like, I cannot miss this flight because my ass is too tired and I slept through my alarms. Well, guess who slept through all three alarms? My ass. I wake up. Mind you, I was aiming to leave at five o'clock. Luckily, my mom doesn't live that far away from the New Jersey, from the Newark airport. And, um, but I was planning to leave at 5 a.m. so we can get there before 5.30, wait in line. By the time I get to TSA, you know, it would be, it would be good timing. Didn't wake up till 5.15. I don't think we left. I think we left at like 5.30 because I already had everything packed. I literally just had to like, um, put some shoes on, go use bathroom, you know, like stuff like that. Um, so we, I get, I get to the airport and it's like 545. I'm like, oh shit. And this TSA line is looking brazy. I was like, all right, spirit. And I'm just trying to manifest intent, will, all of that shit. I'm like, I'm not missing this flight. I am not missing this flight. I ain't missing this flight. I don't care what this line look like. I'm not missing this flight. So I thought, so guess who misses their flight? My ass. I was like, all right, all right, all right. We've missed the flight before. It's fine. We'll just get on the we get out on the next one. So they put me on the the next flight that was going out for standby. I didn't make it on that one. And then there was another option after that. And um, but I had an actual ticket for. It. He was like, if there's room on the standby flight, you can get on that one. If not, you'll definitely be on the second flight out. I was like, perfect. That's fine. I can do that. Um, and luckily, the flight it was like nine o'clock in the morning, so I only had to wait at the airport a couple, of, maybe like an hour, hour and a half. It wasn't that long. Um, so get to the, you know, get on the fly. Woohoo. Awesome. Great. Now I was supposed to be flying out of, oh no, sorry. I was supposed to be flying into Santa Fe. That's why I picked this flight. I was like, this is perfect. It's a little bit longer flight, but it's fine. At least I'll get straight into Santa Fe. I'll just take a, a lift from um, Santa Fe airport. Cause I live really close to the airport. I get off the flight my layover is in Dallas. I get off the flight and I get a text message. I flew American Airlines. So the first flight was JetBlue. The second flight, my flight, my re flight returning back to New Mexico was through American Airlines. And, you know, I went against my better judgment. I was like, you know what? But the convenience, though, the convenience of flying out of New Jersey instead of out of New York and into Santa Fe instead of into Albuquerque was very, very tempting. So I get off the flight. And they talking about my shit's canceled, canceled, and my my flight out now will be for the following morning at nine a.m. So this is Sunday. They talk about my ass ain't gonna fly out until Monday, meaning that I have to spend the night in Dallas, Fort Worth, somewhere at a hotel. I said, well, that's what I will not be doing. I will not be spending the night in Dallas, nowhere, because my ass wants to go home. I've been gone for almost a week. I'm tired. I had it in my mind because my flight was so early. I was supposed to get into town at like noon. I was like, I'm going to take a shower. I'm going to order some food. I'm going to sleep until six o'clock <laughs> and did none of that happen. So now I'm in the American Airlines long ass customer service line. I'm over here. I'm like, do I need to rent a car? Like, what do I need to do to get home? Because I am not spending the night here. I am not flying out Monday morning because I want to be in my apartment working off of my desk, not, not in the air. That's not where I want to be. I, I was just adamant. I am not staying here tonight. This will not be the night for me. So I'm in line and the, uh, an attendant starts to come out and she's handing out these little American Airlines customer support cards. She's like, you can call this number while you're in line. You know, you try to rebook you a flight, blah, blah, blah. I was like, cool. So I call the number. Now, I will give American Airlines their props. Their customer service line was very prompt. I think I maybe only waited five minutes to speak to a live person. So I appreciate that. <laughs> so I have to tell this lady what's going on. I'm like, listen, my flight got canceled. They talk about I'm not flying out until tomorrow morning. That's not acceptable for me. What do you have flying out um, today into Albuquerque? So she's looking up on, on her little, whatever, her computer screen or whatever. She's like, there's a flight going out at 3.30. I said, awesome. Please put me on that flight. And so I got on the flight and, um, by this time it's like one o'clock. So I go get food, calm down a little bit, but I was just like, what is this day? What is this day? Why am I going through all these shenanigans? Like, 
this is by far the most chaotic traveling experience I've ever had. Like, I was just like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, what? It was the fucking twilight zone. So I didn't get home until 8 o'clock, 8.15, Sunday evening. Got dropped off at the airport, 5.45 that morning. I was in transit the whole entire day. <sighs> Dear Lord heavens. It was, it, was, it was exhausting to say the least. And then um, Monday morning I wake up to a extreme sanitary issue in my apartment and I was like all right spirit now I'm now y'all really testing me now y'all really testing me Tuesday I wake up to the fucking Santa Fe police department outside my my window having some I don't I don't I don't know what they were doing what was going on but they had someone's house surrounded talking about some this is the Santa Fe police department please come out with your hands up your arms up Mind you, it's like 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm waking up, and I'm like, <laughs> at first I thought it was a dream. Then I thought it was the fire department. I was like, is someone, is someone like, is something on fire? Like, like what is this, this noise? I keep hearing, like, this PA system. Like, they tell us to evacuate. Like, what's going on? I look outside my window, and it's police department. It's like five, six cars surround, blocking off streets, surrounding this house. And I'm just like, this is Tuesday of this week. And I was just like, Spirit, what's, like, what is it? <laughs> What is happening? What is happening? I don't understand. What is this shit? So I think that's one of the reasons why I really felt called. All that to say, right? I know I'm like ranting right now. <sighs> I think that's why I felt so called to do this reading. Because I'm just like, what is, what's this energy about? Because I've been feeling this since the Capricorn full moon a couple months ago. And, and it's just been bubbling and bubbling and bubbling. And now the shit's boiling over. And I'm just trying to figure out. How, how make it make sense i i need i need clarity and if i need clarity i know some of y'all need some clarity too so we're gonna do this card reading <laughs> now that i've gotten off my soapbox we're gonna do this card reading and so i just wanted to share with you all the two questions that i used for this reading so the first question is what clarity do we as a collective need to gain in order to better understand the current challenges we are or were facing and then the other part to this question, or the second question is, and how can we use the energy of Virgo to support us in integrating these lessons using structures that provide balance, grace, ease, and add more beauty into our lives, right? I feel like, I feel like, like I said earlier, beauty is something that I'm always having to remember that like, that's really important to me. I like beautiful things. I like beautiful people. I like beautiful experiences. Um, okay, so the first, so I, like I said, I pulled five cards, and two of the five cards are like a bundle. That's, I don't know, that's the vision that I got. It'll make sense once I flip it over. So the first card I'm going to flip over, this is the energy we need to ground into. This is the energy that we need to ground into to keep, get, get us back balanced and stable, right? Let's see what we got here. Truth. All right, truth. Okie dokie truth. All right, I'm feeling called to, usually I flip over one card at a time and I break the, down that card, but there's a story here. There's something, there's something intertwined here that I'm feeling that I need to see everything first. So I'll go ahead and read off what the other cards represent. So the second card that I'm gonna flip over is the energy we're shifting out of. Oh, forgiveness, interesting. Or lack thereof, maybe. Uh-huh. All right. This third card is, this is the energetic frequency that we would like to be in. So whatever it is that you're like, okay, I'm in this energy and I'm really wanting to be in this energy, this is that card for you, for all of us. Honoring, oh, come on, honoring your energy. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, isn't that what, they, what the spirit daughter was saying? We have to honor our boundaries. That's basically what this card is representing. We have to honor our boundaries. Right, and then this last grouping of cards. So these are the two energetics to support you in your transition. Use them generously. That's what Spirit said when I pulled these cards. When I saw that these two cards are connected, they said use these energies generously, okay? 
Call your support team, y'all. Call on your support team and do it generously. Don't feel like, oh, I don't want to bother them. No, that is what they are here for, to help you process, move through, shift, navigate, all of that. So let's see what these two cards are giving. What they what they giving? Duality and letting go. All righty then. Yo, what? Wait, why are these cards the damn almost the exact same? Okay, so duality has two birds on it, one black, one white. And it looks like they're kind of it's like it's like there's two segments to this card. And one is like a chunk and then there's like a big this big block. So these two birds are like kind of under like on this branch and then there's like a like like a um a barrier. And then above the barrier is all this space in this big old tree. It's pine tree. Well, the tree has pine cones. It doesn't look like a pine tree. Well, it got pine cones on it, so I guess it's a pine tree. Um, so that's interesting. But then the letting go card, again, two birds, one black, one white, a one, one on one branch, the other on, on another branch, and then the sun is above. Wow, it's, wow, this is a really interesting combination because these cards are so similar like even the blocking, like on the letting go card, there's like this big old block, literally a big old giant square. And there's a the black bird on the top branch and there's a white bird on the bottom branch. And then above this block, the square is a, a like a, a rectangular chunk, if you will. And that has the sun in it. Wow. So we're letting go of duality. We're letting go of needing to separate things we're letting go of needing to what's the word mm, come on spirit help me segregate is that the word segregate segregate or separate i think we're we're, we're coming out of this state of of separation all right so let me go back to the beginning let me go back to the beginning so the energy we need to ground, to ground into is our truth. Where are you not grounding into your truth? Where are you not even aware of your truth? Because it's kind of hard to ground into something that you don't even have an awareness of. You have no concept of. Um, so that's step one. What is your truth? Can you identify your truth? And then how can you ground into that? How can you ground into that? And obviously, I don't know what you're going through. So I'm going to apply this. I'm going to read this in general term, but, I, but what I was going to say is I'm going to apply this to me in my life, right? And what, I, what I know I've been experiencing and facing, which I just shared a good bit with you all. But then you apply this to your life. So wherever, whatever aspect the challenges have been really coming up for you, you have to really look at look at it and see, okay, like where am I not honoring my truth? Where am I not um, really standing, speaking my truth, standing in my truth? And if you're not doing that, do you know your truth? Do you know what your truth is around this situation, around this topic, with this person, whatever it is for you? Like, do you know your truth? And if you don't, you're going to have to get clear on what that is so that way you can stand in it. That way you can speak up for yourself. That way you can exert those boundaries that we're about to get into and honoring your energy. And then sh the energy we're shifting out of. So we pulled forgiveness. But obviously we're not going to shift out of forgiveness. So what this for me is meaning shifting out of that lack of forgiveness. And I'm hearing more specifically self-forgiveness. Self-forgiveness. We're shifting out of not being able to hold space for ourselves and not being able to um, have compassion for ourselves and, and forgive ourselves for making the mistakes, for having the bumps, for falling down, for not listening to our energy, for not honoring our truth. You know, we're letting go of needing to um, punish ourselves. You know what I mean? Because you can't progress, you can't move forward. You damn sure can't forgive yourself if you're still punishing yourself for the the mistake, the mishap, whatever whatever the situation is for you. 
And that's all I'm really getting for that card. Nothing else is really coming through. So then we're going to go into honoring your energy. So this is the energetic frequency that we as a collective would like to be in. And you fill into this in a way that aligns with you, but really setting those boundaries, establishing those boundaries, like we like like what was mentioned earlier when I was reading about the traits of Virgo and how we can really use that energy. Um, a lot of it was about creating containers, setting boundaries, um, putting ourselves first, you know, putting ourselves first so that way we can truly be of service. And it's not coming from a place of being depleted or feeling depleted. Because if you're showing up that way, and this is, you know, a message for myself too, if you're showing up in a, in a state of depletion, A, you're not giving your full self. You're not, you're not giving your full truth. If you want to circle it back to that truth piece, you're not sharing your complete and full truth if you're coming from a place of depletion. So we really are going to have to set those boundaries um, and give ourselves space to, to work give ourselves space to have fun, give ourselves space to reflect, give ourselves space to be in our joy, to be in our peace, give ourselves space to be in communion with ourselves, to be in communion with our community. Um, there's a whole lot of ways we can really set ourselves up to be, I'm hearing, active in our lives without it, without it resulting in us being depleted. And this is something I am constantly learning, you know, this whole time blocking thing. <laughs> I was actually, I was doing it today for work. That's 30 minutes. I was like, okay, I'm gonna work on this task for 30 minutes. And, and it's just, and, and I challenge you to do the same, but I notice every time I time block something, like every time I, I literally set a timer, I say, I'm going to work on X thing for 30 minutes, an hour, an hour and a half. My ass gets so squirmish. Like just the 30 minutes that I'm like, but I'm like, I'm setting aside this time to only focus on this thing. No distractions. And my ass looking at the clock. Okay, I'm, oh, only five minutes. Damn, I'm going to be working on this for five minutes. It's so interesting. Now, mind you, I don't set no timer. I lose track of time. I'm working on five different things at once. I'm trying to multitask. I'm trying to check an email. I'm trying to, oh, wait, let me go back to that. Oh, shit, I didn't, I didn't finish the other. Like I'm bouncing all over the place. But time is going by fast. Time is just zoop, 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 zoop. And a whole hour didn't pass by. And I'm, damn, I haven't got nothing done. Or I haven't completed anything yet. But I said 30 minutes on the clock. And I'm, oh, God, this is, why is this going by so slow? Only five minutes has passed? Okay, I'm working somewhere. Okay, let me check a text. Like, it's so interesting when we really sit down and focus on something, how uncomfortable we get. You know, we we create this container for only our energy and focus to be on this thing. And we don't know what to do. Our mind is just like not used to focusing. So I say really, really, really challenge yourself to create structures within time. And this can look so different for everybody. But when you create those containers of time, we can call them containers of time. Because for me, I don't know, time blocking I think something about block for me it kind of throws me off and I've been using the word time boundaries but now even we can we can say containers of time that sounds very nice when we create containers of time it really allows us to um have more space because we're creating space for a specific thing and and you really are able to get more done just by channeling your energy for a few minutes, as opposed to, okay, I'm gonna work on this project, you know, for four hours. And so I really do, I really am trying to be more, more cognizant, working to be more cognizant of creating time structures, but also really breaking down the things that I need to accomplish um, into small, manageable task because sometimes you know we have we, we have these blanket projects and we haven't really broken down the steps that we need to take to complete them and it feels daunting it feels overwhelming this is a state that i'm constantly am working to come out of it feels daunting it feels overwhelming but you put 30 minutes on the clock to one aspect of that project one task within that project 
and you get so much more done. You get so much more accomplished. So really take that with you in which however it fits in your life. For me, what's coming up for me is work, work structures, um, creating time and space for myself, creating time and space for my business, my podcast, all of that stuff. So you apply it to you in your life. But I think really the overall theme with this card is just how can you create containers of time for you to live life, for you to experience life, for you to, you know, work on your goals, for you to um, move the needle in whatever it is that you're working on. Now we get to these last two cards, the two energetics to support us in our transition. And they said that we need to use them generously. So the two cards together, letting go of duality. How crazy, y'all. I've never pulled a card like this, but I just saw it clear as day and I heard it. They said, pull these two cards and use them generously. And so the two cards are letting go of duality. And so for me, what really comes up is just letting go of this need to be in a either or state. If I do this and I can't do this, I have to do this or this. It's either this or that. And that's what keeps us segmented. I think, oh, thank you. That's the word, segmented, not segregated. <laughs> that's what keeps us segmented. And it keeps us at these different, we have several things going on that are all in different stages, all in different phases. There's no cohesion. There's no forward movement as a, as a collective. And I, and I say that not as us as a collective, but like as a, as a, collective of whatever it is that you're working on or trying to focus on or trying to do you know there's no cohesion to that it's one piece is over here or one one part of the puzzle is over there halfway solved one part of the conversation is over here there's no resolution like it's it's really bringing all of this together and I'm also seeing now that when we bring these pieces together and we find cohesion and we find how they integrate into one another that's also going to keep us that's also going to help us get more clear on our truth because truth really i'm hearing truth is really about like integrating wholeness and it allows us to bridge the gap between any shadow aspects okay so that's where all that's where the black and white is coming from that's where the black and white is coming from with these birds. I was trying to figure out, I'm like, okay, both these cards got black and white birds. One got a sun, one got a tree. Um, so a lot of earth energy. I appreciate that. Virgo's really coming in strong with these with these cards. Because everybody's on a branch. Everything's got a branch or some kind of vine, except the forgiveness card. That's all about, there's a lot of water and blue in that card. But everything else is trees and birds. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's really allowing us to integrate those shadowy aspects within these different situations and circumstances that we're all in. But this is the energy collectively that we can use to help us navigate back into our truth. And once we navigate back into our truth, that's really going to allow us to be more in alignment with ourselves, with our souls. It's going to allow us to be able to integrate these lessons and challenges that we are facing right now or are coming out of, shifting out of. It's going to allow us to really um, give ourselves more grace more space, give ourselves compassion and forgiveness for not having the tools, not being adept in the ways that we need to be in order to experience life with more balance, grace, and ease, more joy, more freedom, uh, more expansion. Um, and then just honoring our energy. Like, I love this car. There's a vine that's just reaching out towards the sun. And then underneath the vine, there's all these seedlings in the dirt and the earth. And when we, when we are able to give what we need to give and receive what we need to receive, and when I'm doing that, I'm, I'm seeing giving, you know, putting out, going forth, and then receiving, retreating, bringing back um, to ourselves. When we're able to do that, like, we have so much more energy. <laughs> We have so much more energy because we're not fighting ourselves. Going back to letting go of duality. We're not fighting ourselves. These two cards, y'all, they said to use them generously. We have to let go of this, this need to separate everything. And, it, and 
it has to be either or. I can't have both. I can't, it can't be all. It's one or the other. I have to pick one. I have to choose one. Let's really figure out like, what choice can I make that feels integrative and nurturing and feels whole that allows me to feel whole within myself and within my experience? Like, that's, that's it. Those are the choices that we need to make. Those are the options that we need to choose. Let's get out of this, like, limited thinking of, like, I, like it has to be either or. It's going to be and both. I want this and that. I want both, you know? And so it really is going to take us thinking outside of the box. It's really going to take us stepping outside of our normal patterns and structures that we thought were working, but they're not working, right? Because shit's hitting the fan. <laughs> like, it's not working the way we, way maybe it used to work. It's time to shift. It's time to transition. It's time to now transmute this energy into something that's going to be a little bit more helpful. That's going to help us get to that next phase, that next level. And um, it's going to really allow us to do it more joyfully. That's like, that's the goal. I'm, that's what I'm realizing. I'm like, if, if what I am doing is not bringing me joy yet, I haven't found the recipe. That's it. That's, that's literally something that just came to me. I'm like, that's why it doesn't feel good. I haven't found the recipe yet. I have to keep chipping away. I have to keep refining. If you guys remember a few episodes ago, I was like, I'm not chasing. I'm not, I don't want to struggle and enforce anything. I, I just want to refine. I want to be present in where I am. Acknowledging that, yes, I would like to be in XYZ place. Or yes, I would like to meet XYZ goal. But how can I refine what I have now? How can I create new systems, create new structures, figure out what makes me tick, figure out how, you know, I, what's the most optimal way for me to work and be productive. Like I have to really figure that out because until I do, it's going to be uncomfortable because I haven't found the recipe yet. I haven't figured out what pieces do I need to put together and integrate into a whole new experience that's going to bring in more joy, more beauty, more grace, more intentionality. That's something I, I today I was it was a very rough emotional day for me today. And I was like, let me tap into my energetic boundaries book. And I turned to the chapter about intention setting. And I was like, yo, I can't tell you the last time I, I've consciously set an intention. I've gotten so out of practice with setting intentions like that. Even just with like my new moon, new moon full moon rituals, like it's, it's, I don't want to say it's out of whack because I, I am open to allowing certain rituals and systems and things to, um, you know, there are seasons. There are definitely seasons. And there are some seasons where I'm super hardcore into my full moon, new moon rituals. And there are some seasons where I'm just like, you know what, lighting an incense and maybe pulling a card and maybe, you know, journaling the weekend after the moon or whatever, like when I really have a space to do it, that's my ritual. Like I'm, I'm okay with that. But in the same at the same time, have I really been cognizant and showing up intentionally in work, in my life, in, in my relationships, my friendships, all of that? Like, am I doing it intentionally? I had to be reminded because I, me being very honest, I don't feel like I have been. I don't feel like I have been. So I think I'm going to close out there. I know I've said a lot, so, you know, step away, integrate, make any notes that, that of anything that really stood out to you, and definitely come back and revisit this. I know I'm going to have to revisit this and, and re-listen to this, because I didn't write anything out. I just channeled. Um, so, <sighs> I, I've, I trust and believe that Virgo season is going to be very beautiful, very nurturing, very soft. If we really lean into getting clear, identifying what is working and what is not working and committing to ourselves that we are going to create more optimal systems and structures for those places that need more love and support from us, from our awareness, from our intentionality. I was going to say intention setting, from our intentionality, you know, like we're really going to have y'all take the space 
Take the space, honor your energy. Take 30 minutes if you have to. If you can take longer, obviously take longer, but excuse me, if you only have 30 minutes to really sit down and focus on this, take it. Because just you, just you tapping in for that 30 minutes, you don't know not only what's going to show up in the moment, but you don't know what you're going to open up within yourself that maybe even more insight or even more revelation might come later on. But it really does just take you initiating that conversation with self, source, and spirit and opening up to the information that is um, that you're wanting to receive. So I am going to hold myself accountable to this because I know there's a lot of shit right now in my in my orbit that is just operator error right now all of it is just error, error. <laughs> and uh, i'm really looking for that ease i'm really looking for that joy i want to have fun i want to enjoy my life i don't want to keep having these these tumultuous lows and these monotonous like stagnant points you know and just constantly feeling unstable imbalanced so I'm really, really, really going to honor this Virgo energy and just ground, 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 ground. I had a really beautiful meditation that came through last night, a deeply grounding meditation. Um, and it brought forth some amazing insights that I, I'm going to share with you all maybe next week because there's already a lot that's been said today and I, I don't want to put, <laughs> I don't want to add no more to that, but some really beautiful insights and questions came through that I'm going to be taking with me into my journaling this weekend, um, along with these, these cards and, um, yeah, y'all have a beautiful new moon. Have a beautiful rest of your weekend. Um, I, if I had to say anything to really close out, go slow, be soft and, um, just, just, Honor your energy. Be curious. When you feel yourself kind of starting to get into that realm of being unstable, be, getting ungrounded, just be curious. Like, what what triggered this? How was I feeling before this, this energy came through? And uh, what was the thing that triggered me? Because now I'm in this state and I have to work to get myself out of it. So how do we get here? You know? And um, don't try to escape. I tried to do that today. Don't try to escape. Really sit there in, in the emotion, in that uncomfortable ass feeling, and just be okay with it. Just be okay with it. Just for if only a minute. Just say, you know what? Here I am. We upset, we pissed, we sad, I'm disappointed. However, you're feeling, just give yourself that minute to just really honor that and feel that. And then ask yourself, well, how do we get here? Because we weren't like we didn't wake up like this. Or maybe you did. So what did we do last night? What did we do last night that was not supportive in us waking up at our best? You know what I mean? So all right, darlings, my beautiful beings. Y'all have a great weekend. And uh, I'll see you next week. Hello, beautiful being. I just want to thank you for listening to this week's episode. If there's anything that you heard in today's episode that really resonated with you, go ahead and send it to a friend who could use a dose of insight or inspiration. And if you're really feeling about it, leave a rating and review, letting us know what you enjoyed about the show. Until next time. Bye.